Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Welcome to the Holderness Family Podcast. Thank you for clicking play on this podcast. <laughs> it is a podcast that we're doing, right? This is a podcast. Yeah, you would think after we've done about, we've done about 200 of these. Have we? I think we're approaching 200 and we still don't know how to we really don't have like an crush intro. the opening. Yeah, we don't know how to start things. Anyway, just I as... I think it's a good thing, because you don't want it to sound exactly the same every time you start, right? Yes. So just as a reminder, our regular, normal, whatever in the heck this is, podcasts come out on Tuesdays, every Tuesdays, and every Thursday for the remainder of our time on The Amazing Race. We're going to do a bonus recap podcast about The Amazing Race and just some behind-the-scenes stuff and things you may not see, but... Here you are on a regular Tuesday. And just remember to subscribe and leave a review. We have a recent review from Sarah. She writes, holy tears, Batman. I love how you are together, how you're open with your struggles and loving at the same time. Kim, I just cried with you when Ian Morgan Cron said you are already good. That was an amazing episode. Keep it up. Keep up the crying, honey. Keep it up. So if if you didn't listen Cry. to that, we, we actually did that uh, podcast in two parts. He's an Enneagram expert and he has a new book out. And there, you know, those people who you just and we've only ever talked to him via Zoom. And, but you just want to tell things to, like, you just want to share. Yeah. I mean, it's his job, right? Like he's, I mean, he, he does this for a living. Yeah. He's got this thing that's very, it's very specific. He, he waits for the right moment for it to happen. Like he, I feel like he knows 20 minutes ahead of time where we're going to get with this and he lets you get there and then he hits you with it. Oh, man. Does that make sense? I, and I have to say, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, me, I am all about the self-improvement. I've read every self-help book. I mean, I'm all about it, but the way he kind of pegged me, you know, when somebody like just like hits it, like hits that like zing in your soul and you're like, oh my God, you're so right. This is who I am. It was he's very a, impactful. You know, he's a mental dry needler 
If the, like, for <laughs> have those you ever had dry needling? You should if you've ever, not had dry needling. Yeah, if you've never gotten dry needled, let me just run it by you really quickly. Someone, and I can't look at it. I have to look away. Someone just stabs you with these very thin needles. Like acupuncture needles, so they're right. very small. But then they get in there and they kind of weed around. Oh, and then the all, Yeah. All of a sudden, your muscles just kind of release and it's painful. And you're like, oh my God, is something wrong? And the doctor's just like probably texting or whatever because they do this all the time. They know exactly what they're doing. And it's just, it hits the right spot. And I think Ian is a, is a mental dry needler. An emotional dry needler. Anyway, uh, thank you for joining us now on this podcast. I will set the scene for you. It's a very rainy, cozy Monday as we record this. It is February 7th. 2022 as we record this and it is our daughter's 15th birthday happy birthday lola can you imagine like how are we old enough to have a 15 year old we just are like I, yeah I, I i was struggling with this for a while and then i looked at myself in the mirror this morning and i'm like oh yeah i have a teenage daughter yeah, like, like, i look I'm, appropriately I'm getting, old enough we're getting old and so yeah that was me this morning and but it was, it's okay uh because we've raised this daughter who's very mature and um but also still kind of a little kid yeah. it's interesting like when you hear them say that they don't know if they want to be considered a 15 year old where like she is so mentally ready and so emotionally ready to be a 15 year old but i think you know kids want to be kids for a while yeah, she was like, she was not, yeah, last night she was like, I don't know if I want to be 15. I'm like, gosh. You don't have a choice. Don't have a choice. I, I don't want to be 45. But um, there's a lot of cool stuff ahead and um, I'm excited for her. Anyway, today we're talking about, you know. Our daughter. No. <laughs> very, we're just going to do a big old U-turn here. Yeah. The least sexy thing that I love about you. In the spirit of Valentine's Day. We're going for these. So are you ranking these? Because we've, we've each decided to pick up five of these. And I love this idea mm-hmm. because I, I do think that, you know, if we're going to sit here and talk about like, boy, your boobs are really nice. So like, <laughs> that's just, I mean, that's not a great podcast. Well, so, I, I think it's just a reflection. So Valentine's Day, when you are first dating somebody or you're newlywed, mm-hmm. can be about like the romantic dinner reservations and all that stuff. That, we are just, we've never been that couple. We, I mean, we were at the beginning. At so the beginning. Ev- everyone is at the beginning. And we talk about this in our book because dopamine is this kind of natural drug, aphrodisiac really for people. And dopamine is released when something new Mm-hmm. happens, right? It's why people when they first start dating are like rabbits, okay? Because it's it's something new and unknown and exciting mm-hmm. and that actually works that that gets your your pheromones going. Right. And you know, after a certain amount of time, it's there's not always something new, but there are all of these things that you discover about each other that are surprisingly hot. And I think there's something special about knowing exactly how to love your person. And this is an exercise that like, we're going to talk about the things that, and we've been married now. I'm, I can't do the math, but seven, almost 17 years, almost 17 years. We've been together for almost 20 years, like and exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. I mean, there was that one time. Right. No, that, to, I'm like I think it was exclusive from the minute that it started. Right. But that I think, so I think that you can't, that dopamine that, you know, all of that newness it does not last that long, which is why not all relationships make it because everything is fun in the beginning. And it wears off. And it wears off. But to to really love your person for a long time, you have to find those special things 
And I think it would be like a fun Valentine's evening exercise. So our top five least sexy things that we find sexy. Let me ask you again. Are you going in any particular order? No, no okay. particular order. Okay, that's great. I'll do the same thing because I did not rank mine. Uh, and the other thing I will say about this is I think that our lists are going to be very different. Oh, I haven't, I haven't I've, looked. I haven't looked at your list. I haven't seen yours. You, I mean, you know why, right? Because we yeah. have different love languages, right? So I love uh, when pen. I'm acts of service is my love language. That's why if you're listening to our recaps on the Amazing Race and they're always catching us like hugging and kissing. It's not that I don't like to hug and kiss my husband. He's super hot and I'm super into him. But that's just not my love language. Right. Like I'm not super schmoopy. And let me say this, because of that, this was a more challenging list for me to make. Right. I mean, I, I could have, if, if my love language were acts of service, I could just list five things that you do for me. Right. But that doesn't really do it for me. Right. So I had to, you know, I'm a person, I'm a words of affirmation and I'm a physical touch guy. Physical touch is hard to do the unsexy things that you find sexy. Right. But I, I think I did okay with this list and some of it might be a little weird. Okay, here we go. Okay. So one of the ways you show love to me that you may not even know you're doing it, but I love it so much is you order the wine you know I will like because I always want to try new things at a restaurant, but you know that I hate new things. And I, so you order the wine that you know I'll like. And then as soon as I take a sip of the new wine that I, it sucks, you take that one and you give me the one I, you know, I'll like. Even if you're ordering like a steak, you'll still order a white wine to go with it because you know that I'm going to order some funky French something that I'm going to hate and you'll just switch with me. And you do this with meals too. Like I always... Luckily, I'll, I'm just like a trash compactor. You are just we'll, a garbage disposal. I will ingest anything. Like that... I, I love ordering like a veggie curry, but I only like the veggie curry I make. I don't know why I keep trying to order it at a restaurant. You always order the veggie curry. And I never like the way the restaurant makes it. And right. So, you've, never, you've never liked the veggie curry. I you know. always order it. And then so you're like, do you just trade me? And I just think that that's just the sweetest thing. Well, thank you. Hmm. I mean, what that really does for me is just gives me lots of options, too. Yes. Like I, and I'm, I'm one of those guys who, and don't read into this. I, I don't like just one entree. I like to play the field <laughs> when it comes to food. Okay. Yeah. But no, I, I always, to me, um, I grew up in a family where uh, everyone just eats off everybody's plates. Yeah. And the funny thing is, this, like this does not go in reverse. This, <laughs> I know. So funny story. I'm not allowed to, to do the other, I do what she does. I don't love to share, like there are some, like my sweet sister-in-law, she's Thai and she's a foodie and she's an amazing cook and she loves to go to a restaurant and just order like, hey, there's four of us, let's order four entrees and just eat off each other. I'm like, well, I'm not going to like yours. That's no fair. I want you to eat mine. So it's really funny dynamic because I'm like, I don't actually want you to share. No, not only, you just won't allow it. I just don't want to, like if yeah. I order my meal that then you give me your better meal, right. then I just want to eat that. If I've already given away a meal, I don't want to. You realize how irrational this is, right? I, you're saying I it. Want, this is why <laughs> being married to me is like hard. I am, I am difficult. Anyway. Well, thank you. And again, I, it, it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Not one bit. Okay. So n number one for me, I don't know why I'm looking at my computer. I didn't write anything down. Number one for me is when you are cleaning or putting on your clothes or whatever, and you're not even in the same room as me, and you don't know that I'm there, you will sing. Do it, I? Yes, you sing when no one else is around. You only do it when no one else is around. It happens probably once a month. 
because you usually know when I'm there because I'm very loud and you can hear everything, but you have this like very sexy kind of singing voice. And it, the minute that you know I'm there, you either stop singing or, well, no, you always stop singing. I just stop. Because you don't, like, you will not sing in front of anybody ever. But you have, like, a really kind of a sexy, like, alto singing voice that also, like, honestly, your head voice is pretty good, too. Maybe I'll release my album now. I'm going to find out, just like we found out a couple of weeks ago, that you were a state champion piano player. That you <laughs> When were, I was eight or nine. That when you were eight, you were a member of the Jackson Five or something. Yeah. Like, I was, you were yeah. one of the members and no one knows about you. So, uh, no, that was that was my one. And th- th- so, I want you to notice what's going on here. These are going to be two different things. Yeah. I'm um, not going to say that it's sexy when you cook me dinner. <laughs> no, and it's, it's not even like, this isn't anything to do with sexiness. This is just like things that I found out that we love about each other. Wait a minute. I thought this was stuff that you find sexy. I do find it sexy. So this is like unsexy things that you love about each other. Okay, I can still make this work. I can still make it work. Welcome to the podcast. I'm still, Kim Holderness. No, I can still make it work, but I thought this was going to be like unsexy things that you surprisingly find sexy. Yeah. Are we still there? Yeah. Okay, we're still there. Let's go on. Let's but, move on. Um, you fill out 99.9% of the oh, paperwork. yeah. There is so much paperwork required of parenting. Like, seriously, nobody tells you how much paperwork there is. There's so much paperwork. And it's my kryptonite. I don't know why forms make my armpit sweat. I suck at paperwork. I... I just stack up. Why am I in charge of the bills in our family? Hang on. Do you suck at paperwork or do you hate it so much that you choose not to give it any effort? I feel like both both answers are fine. So I, I do so much other stuff. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I'm bad at it and it's hard to be bad at filling out a form. But I don't do it in a timely manner because I procrastinate. And then when I do it, it's late. And usually wrong. Forget about like if you try to send your kid to camp, there are 90,000 pieces of paper required and physicals and you have to go places. And like uh, that, I that's like honestly one of the reasons our kids don't go to camp anymore. I'm like, I can't handle the paperwork. You want to fill it out. It's too much. I remember that. And our kids were like. We did several years of like overnight summer camps and they're like, can we just say we don't like summer camp? I'm like, you can say that. <laughs> so now they We're certainly not going to send you if you don't want to go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, you know what? I, again, this is, um, that's not my favorite thing to do either, but I just know that you hate it. And also just, there were one too many times that you booked airplane tickets to either the wrong airport or the wrong year. Isn't that uh, or, funny that or, we're, we're on the amazing race and thank God that like this isn't a season. They long ago, they stopped like making you book tickets in an airplane airport, but that would have been like, we would have been out cause I would have booked it for the wrong city a hundred percent by this point. Yeah. Cause they're not doing that this year or they haven't done that in many seasons. Yeah. I think, so, we, I think we definitely lucked out at least yeah, so far. If it were early seasons of the amazing race, we'd already be home. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, get 20, 20, get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Okay, you go. You want mine? Okay. So this one is going to be a little bit of a shock to you because I pretend like I hate it. And I think it's just because that's, I, it should, as a man, I should just say I hate this, but I really don't like, I don't mind it because I think it's kind of, it, it adds to closeness. But when you uh, pluck my eyebrows or groom my eyebrows, <gasps> I I know I complain about it every time, but you're, we're just like very close together mm-hmm. when we do it. And it shows that you care about me. It hurts like bleep. And you always find the one hair that has gone inside my brain. And when we pull it out, it's got like a root in it. Like you could, you know how when you pull a carrot (laughs) from underground and you can actually eat the root because the carrot's the root, you could almost eat whatever is at the bottom of of these eyebrows, the eyebrow hair that you pull out of me. And normally I'm into like pimple popping videos, but that description was too vivid. You get into it when you get a big hair out of there and it's got a little nub on the bottom of it that for some reason, it's got some of my DNA down there. So hot. So no, but but your, your face is like right next to me. I can kind of sense that you're right there. And, um, and you usually take your time and you're there for a little while. And that's just, I don't know. It it works for me, even though it's hurts like hell. And you know, you have to really love somebody to pluck their eyebrows. Yeah. Uh, my third one, knowing my struggles with anxiety, you step in without question and pick up the slack. Like I don't do it a lot. It's certainly not every single day, but if I say, Hey, this is not a day I can function. You just like step in without question. And like, that's it. Like there's no conversation. And I think it's like, I don't do it all the time, but there's, there have been days where I'm like, I can't do anything today. I can't drive. I can't leave this space. And you're like, okay, I got you. I got this. You you just take care of yourself. This is the first of the things that you've said that I've had to improve on. Like, I think I can naturally do the thing with the dinner because that's mm-hmm. the way I was raised. I think I can naturally do the thing with the forms because I understand how the internet works. Um, <laughs> and, and I think, but this one, I wasn't always good at. I wasn't. And I don't think I'm saying this not just for me, but for anybody who lives with someone with, with, with anxiety, it's okay if you suck at this at first. It's not normal, right? And the person who you love, you being me, uh, or you being the one that I love and I being the one that you love, God, this is great grammar, I think is going to give you some grace to understand how to do this right because the person who has anxiety sometimes is, they could be unaware of what's happening. They could be ashamed of the Mm -hmm. way that they talk and the way that they behave or think that there's something wrong with them. And like that can lead to fights early on. It, it really can. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you learn and you let someone tell you about it, whether it's your, your the person that you love or whether it's a, a counselor or a professional to kind of explain what's going on in their head, 
it will allow you to do this. None of this is unsexy. None of this is sexy, what I'm talking about. But I really did have to learn about this. At first, I, I took it when you acted like that as an affront to me as, wow, you really don't like me if you're mm. acting this way around me. And as soon as you get past that and realize that this is the person and this is the struggle that they're having, all you have to do is be there close enough and, and just help whenever you can. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And you, you do it well now to the point where like if we ever did another book, which I'm still recovering from the first book uh, about partnering with somebody with ADHD and anxiety and all those mental health things like that would need to be part of it. Oh, I, yeah. don't, I don't know how, but here's, here's where it gets tricky because for me, when my anxiety and my depression are kind of flaring, I don't feel as if I can function. Mm-hmm. The antidote for me, and this is not everybody, is in most times activity and progress, which is the what you don't want to do. So I don't feel like going on a walk and I don't feel like getting up and knocking out my to-do list. I don't have the energy for that. And so... There have been times, and I certainly know this could happen in a relationship where you're in such a funk and a deep, dark depression, like there could be weeks at a time where you don't feel like doing anything. Partnering like that is impossible. Like if I said to you, I'm checking out for a month, I'm checking out for a month. Like we've never had to encounter that, but I certainly know there are other people who have have had episodes, like other people in my life who've had episodes like that. So I've not had to do that because we have worked through this. And I will say to you, like, you need to tell me to get up and take a walk now. And then that's when you're like, okay, honey. And you like, take me by the hand. Okay. It's time for go for a walk. You shove me out the door. And because I've given you permission to do that, because I know it helps me. I do know, like if, if I, if I had, if I needed to check out, for a month. I mean, if I needed to be in a treatment center, you'd be fine. But like, if I needed that sort of treatment, it would be different. But there have certainly been days. There's been days in the last few months where I'm like, honey, I can't. Well, and and, I, and you give and you give me that space. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I think the toughest type of anxiety is the kind that doesn't make sense for you. Like when your grandmother died, mm. you needed to grieve. You needed to settle things with your family. I think that seems rational to you, your brain, it struggles with some of it. I can be there for you, but you handle it like a normal person would. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, and if we can just kind of go a little bit meta here and you've, you've handled this so well, but it's when something you don't expect or shouldn't have you feeling this way happens. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the last couple of months, I mean, we're, we're reliving this crazy adventure that we went on with much less control than we've ever had before. I'm talking about the amazing race. Mm-hmm. We're reliving this thing where, you know, we've been in a, in a, a, a life where we could control any content that went out for us mm-hmm. and we have no control over this. And I think that you have had just kind of like an underlying bit of anxiety that I think you've handled extremely well. What's my job for that? Just to keep, keep an eye on you, make sure everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm, I'm saying this to say that I don't like it, it's it's not always the same answer. The answer is just be there for your person. Mm-hmm. 
and again, I think you're doing it well, but have you felt that way? Have you felt like a little bit of underlying anxiety as this show kind of progresses on national television? Yeah. Uh, it, it's actually, I didn't expect that. That's the, that's yeah, what I yeah. mean. It's that kind that can be like, that can sneak up on you, right? So of course, as you're like racing through on a reality game show, you expect there to be anxiety. It's like what we signed up for. And I'm proud. And I talked about this many times that just even starting that process, I'm super proud of myself. Literally showing up on the starting line twice yeah. is like something I like in my life, the most proud of. But I did not expect there to be such anxiety watching it because I don't know what they're going to show. I don't know. <laughs> Which is funny because you know, you know more than any, anybody else does, right? You know how it ends. You know what happens, but you don't know how. Yeah, it's I know be how told. we did. Yeah. I know our story. And even though, like, for example, this last episode, if you're listening, February 2022, the episode was like six and we were in this, by the way, this podcast is not supposed to be on the, about the amazing race, but it's what's But it's about mind. anxiety. Yeah, I think this is relevant. So I knew on Wednesday morning, I was going to wake up and I'm like, we were going to win today. I was still anxious. Yeah. I was still anxious watching it. Like, isn't that crazy? It's, and I knew it's not though, because other racers are saying the same thing. No, I know. I Lulu and Lala and I text like, because they have the same thing and like, they're not sleeping and everybody knows their own story and the mistakes they made and like all yeah. that stuff. And even like we did really well. And I'm like anxious about it. That's a God, my brain is so weird. I, I had a hard time watching it without you. Yeah. This last week. I was on a dude's trip. I was on a, <laughs> was on a dude's trip. Dudes. Uh, and it was, that was difficult because I mean, there's only one other person that can kind of tell what you're going through. Anyway, I know that was a diversion, but it's, it's my way to say that not all, not all anxious episodes are created equal. And that's something else that I've learned, Yeah. but also I love being your manager. Yeah. He's my mood manager. Um, it, it just, it, it is so full it, it, for me. I know it sounds crazy cause I know it's a hard time for you, but I am, I feel very fulfilled when I can be part of not necessarily the solution, but like being close to you and helping get you through this and like walk this with you. Mm -hmm. You also have taught me a lot about empathy. Like when this has happened, you know, cause I used to just be like, my brain was pretty much just me. <laughs> All of it. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. Anyway, I digress. So that was, that was very sweet. Thank you for, I'm glad you find that attractive. Yeah. So I've got three more and they're all really kind of weird. Okay? okay. But th these are just things that like I, that you wouldn't expect it. to be sexy that are sexy. Okay. Um, so the third one for me is your mom. Okay. <laughs> Seems like a good time to do the funny one. Oh my God, this is so one. awkward. I just love looking into the future and seeing your mom. My mom's pretty hot. It's, I mean, it's not just that, honestly, like you guys look different, but yeah. you, you know, her younger picture, she looks similar to you and just kind of her, the way that she has aged mm -hmm. and taken a look at life and come to grips with all of the things that she loves and all of her baggage, which is very, some of it's similar to yours, yeah. right? You guys have a similar past and just seeing like what that's going to look like in 25 years. All I have to say is. I, cause I just posted an Instagram story of Sunny and it was like Mondays, am I right? And she loves to do this. She replied, replied when you're retired, Mondays are great. She, uh, when I get like weepy about like Lola's going to go to college soon and my babies are going to be gone. She's like, oh my God, 
empty nest retirement is the best. So, like she has like such a great look on life. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. I'm really excited about our whatever our later chapters is. I know. If you're able to go that same path, because I she actually, seems yeah, like genuinely, despite she seems genuinely happy, despite just sometimes the world not being nice to her. I know. Like she's had, she, she looks Not at the world. Not an easy life. No, she hasn't, but she's like, just seems to be so filled with joy and, you know, feels like this, okay, this is the stage in life when I'm going to sit back and just look at everything in a, in a positive light. And I know she wasn't always like that either. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, I, she, well, she was a busy mom, you know, yeah. with a, you know, full-time job and she worked extra. She was a school teacher and like always did extra work to make more money. And so like she was just, I mean, she's in this, like we are, right? So yeah. she was a, she's a great mom, obviously, but like stressed out mom, like we all are. And then now she's just like, Mondays are great. I love a Monday. And I'm like, mom, be quiet. <laughs> like I said, these lists were going to be a bit different. Okay. Mine versus yours. My number four, you know, I'm going to fall asleep the second we hit play on a movie, but you humor me and let me take part in choosing the movie. Like you let me, we, we will spend 15 minutes picking out the movie and then something happens. Like the energy, the electrostatic, something happens. You hit play and I'm out Yeah, every it, time. Well, I think that's what puts you to sleep. Is, is the pro the decision. I mean, decision fatigue. Well, that or just the peace of mind that you have of getting your way. <laughs> just kind of settles you down like mm, i got my way i got my rom-com <laughs> you wanted to watch a space movie where the world is ending but they've assembled the best in their field but no yeah, what was last night what what did we was it that we started watching and you fell asleep i think arrested development yeah we were watching arrested development and there were like four lines said and i was like and then i switched to stargate <laughs> fantastic 90s space sci-fi i don't know and i love james spader so I just started and I didn't make it all the way through last night because I have to do all this other crap beforehand and let you listen to something else. So <laughs> the he fakes watching a rom-com or a comedy and then it can be dangerous, though. I, there could be something that you really, really like. And I'm like, why aren't you asleep yet? I know you're like and you keep looking over. Are you still awake? I'm like, yeah. no. I think only murders in the building is the only one. That's I know kept we, you we, up we just, I mean, we're kind of late on that train, but we discovered only murders in the building and I actually stayed awake. It was really good. Okay. Uh, is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um, your, your feet. Okay. You know, there's like a, foot. I know. I <laughs> what is it? Like, what is it? Foot. Wiki, no, wiki, wiki, feet. wiki. I was like footpedia wiki feet. And yeah. do you know that? Cause I don't like to be barefoot, but I have been barefoot in videos before. And Penn is always barefoot because he's like allergic to shoes. And so he is on wiki feet with like really high ranking. Apparently I did not search this, but Sam and Amory researches this researches this. Wow. Words are hard today. And my foot ranking apparently is not as high as yours. All right. We're going to get back to why I find your feet sexy in a second, but I've got to unpack something here about you, uh -huh. which may be part of your Enneagram. You think that it's disgusting that there's something called wiki feet. Yes. You don't love feet. Feet to you are not like super attractive. It's not my it, thing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, you think this is deplorable that people have foot fetishes. No, I don't think it's. Oh, okay. But you, you certainly are nowhere near having a foot Correct. fetish. I gotcha. And yet you were a little upset 
that I have a higher rating than you on which I'm feed. very competitive. <laughs> I'm very competitive. We've learned this. So I so I don't want to like um, harsh somebody's like that if that's what does it for you. Sure. Like I'm not I'm not here to harsh. Not it. for you. Not for me. But you're very upset that I have a better. But if we're gonna feed participate, rating. if yeah. we're gonna be, have been posted there, I'm gonna need you guys to Although you have good feet. I guess if like on the scale of feet. Wait, is this whole thing about you needing so now I think you're followers and your adoring fans are going to go on wiki feet and they're going to up your rating please don't please i think i feel like that messes with like the algorithm and then you're going to be served foot content uh-huh. like foot facebook ads and don't do that okay yeah you're sure you don't want although so i'm you know i'm on i'm on the tiktok right and so people on the tiktok talk about there's a site and this is gonna i'm so old OnlyFans, which I think so you go and you pay a membership and I don't really know how it works. And Anne Marie, who listens to these things, is going to be cringing that I'm even talking about this. But you can go on and like, I don't know if you can request a video or if you just post a video and people pay to see it. Like, I don't know how it works, but people on TikTok brag go on there and brag about how much money they get for selling foot pictures oh yeah for sure so they've yeah. they're like oh my god i just made 300 dollars sell- selling pictures of my feet and these are like very average looking feet and so i i mean if it's just a foot pick and it's gonna get <laughs> i mean <laughs> and then somebody sell somebody also was selling farts in a jar I like that. You you would like to receive one or you would like to oh, donate? Oh, no, no. I would like to send that to friends of mine. But then mine. also, like, how... It's just friends of yours. But then how do you, like, document the, like, oh, I just paid 20 bucks and it's like a... I mean, it's just like a mason jar full of what? Like, does it... You open you and fart. No, it's easy. You fart into it. You close it <laughs> immediately afterwards. But will the stink remain? I would have to think so, right? I, it I might feel like be, we need to practice. We need to, like, I'm, try this out. All right. So, guys... I don't know what our podcast is about next week, but I want to let you know that Mm. is like, and I've got, uh, I've got Mediterranean food I'm eating for lunch. Yeah. So you have some fried cauliflower. I'm going to fart in a jar (laughs) at some point today and then we're going to cover it up and then live on our podcast next week, I'm going to open the fart jar and we're going to together together and we're gonna see if the smell is still there because like i'm thinking if that's something people are paying for yeah our house alone we're very gassy people there's oh, a yeah. lot of vegetables happening in our house i feel like our kids could contribute i mean it is but <laughs> so safe for college guys yeah vegetable farts are one thing i just got back from a boy's trip what does that mean it means i've got a lot of waste still making its way out of my body <laughs> <laughs> I had a bison ribeye this weekend. I'm not sure if it's made it through. So this oh is. Oh my yeah. god! Um, all right. Anyway, um, we need to I stop. haven't explained why I love your feet yet. <laughs> oh. You, I, I, you have uh, like feet. You look at them; they're not inherently sexy. But you, uh, the first time uh, we ever. Um, woke up in the same place mm-hmm. you uh i had to leave and you got on your tiptoes to kiss me and your feet crackled a little bit they cracked. A- and it made me look down at him and th- you were so effortlessly like on the on this like one toe 
uh, of your foot that and, and it was like arching up and it made you like a full foot taller and it like it, you look like you didn't have to try to do it and a lot of this is you being a dancer but i looked down and i was like oh my god i love what's happening right now hmm. and so that's always been a thing for me and i've always loved your your feet Aww. i don't even know what they look like really I, I don't think i could paint a picture of them or anything oh you're gonna take your sock off oh boy it's getting real yeah i mean like i can't look <laughs> at that it's a foot yeah that didn't like i that hasn't really affected me right now but i do i do love your feet you're very sweet. i love your feet um okay my last one is you drive to all the nighttime things because i hate driving at night <laughs> i have astigmatism and like my eyes are really bad and literally if i if you see me driving at night i can I'm fine i'm fine driving at night i'm fine driving at night no you're not but i don't you like can't it. read signs I or can't doors. Read the yeah. signs i can't read i mean i just i know where i'm going but i don't like it. Yeah, you don't want to do it. And the lights have even gotten so much better on the cars. It, yes. just, it doesn't matter though, does it? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. That was super sexy. So you, I'm glad you uh, you did this, but that list is basically the song that we did last week. Yeah. Okay. And that's fine. Those are all, everything that you listed was an act of service. Mm -hmm. And I think I understand that. And I've, look, I have noticed transactionally um, that acts of service are useful. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. My here's my fifth one that is you wouldn't think is sexy that I absolutely love about you. It is your colonoscopies. Oh, I have one coming up in March. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. So here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on the surface, a colonoscopy is someone sticking a tube up your butt. But when we first started dating, you yeah, you did. A, I, I had to drive you there. And no, take, oh, no. 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 That's right. I was at, I was on a fishing trip. No. 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 Not even no? that. You were in town. My, but we had just started talking. So we were, had not even gone on a date yet. I, I got back in time, but I was on, a, I was at Cape Lookout when you were drinking the, the, yeah, fluids. but my mom wasn't, my mom took me, right. but, um, I, uh, we were just, we hadn't even gone on a date yet, but we were like having cell phone converse or tell home phone conversations. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway, I mean, she has to drink this stuff, which I don't think they have anymore. I think they've moved on to something that's not just that weird Gatorade that makes you poop yourself. Well, no, like it's all, it's just like a different amount of it, but yeah. Right. So, uh, that part, you know, not necessarily that's you kind of are in her own space, but then she goes in and she gets so loopy off of whatever, <laughs> whatever drugs they're using for her. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the day, it. it's like this, it's like this alter ego of Kim who says exactly what's on her mind when she wakes up. And it is almost like all of the anxiety in your life just goes away. You have no inhibitions. And I've never taken advantage of you in this moment. Like, right. We've never like, I'm ne not super hot to think about somebody who's just like crap their brains yeah, out for but I love hours. Like there's this, it, it, I think it just kind of wipes away the rest of the world. And it's just like Kim, just happy, happy Kim. And I love the conversations that we have on the way home when I'm driving you home. And what, by the time you get home, you pass out, but there's this like 10 minute ride that I have with you when you're, um, when you're hopped up and you get done with your colonoscopy and it gives me so much joy. I also, people are like, Oh, I have to get a colonoscopy. I'm like, y'all, the nap is the best. And the, the drugs they give you, there's not a, it's, um, propofol, which is the stuff Michael Jackson was on, but it is the world's best nap. And you're like a little groggy, but not really. But I agree with you. Any laughing gas, like anytime I go to the dentist, I'm like, I think I should have laughing gas. And they're like, no, you don't need it. I, could like if it were something available on the black market like that stuff 
laughing gas. I love the feeling so much. And I agree with you. I'm like, everything makes sense now. I should just chill out. Everything is wonderful. And if I could just like bottle that up and take that, I think I'd, I think A, that'd make me an addict because I would be addicted. Um, but I agree. It's my favorite. I'm, I'm actually like looking forward to my colonoscopy. And with that, (laughs) happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) We want to wish you happy Valentine's Day. We're going to fart in a jar. And also want to remind you that if you stay tuned the day after Valentine's Day, that'll be February the 15th. Yeah. We will be farting in a jar and smelling it because that's what you should do the day after Valentine's Day. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Yeah, make sure to subscribe. We love it when we leave reviews. Um, would love to know if there is a comment section wherever you're getting this. If uh, you uh, have ever bought a fart in a jar. Or have you tried this? Or no, but no, seriously, do this practice. Like make a list with your person and read it to them about like the things you love about them. And That was going to be what I said. I, I, I do think there's, I mean, there's, just to recap, there is something really wonderful about finding new and amazing things in places where you don't expect them. Mm -hmm. And it may not happen as often as the first time, the the first month, first year that you're together, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I love your colonoscopies, babe. Love your acts of service. (laughs) Love your paperwork. Okay. Bye. Bye. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.